0: Bung Bung! The housing market is fucking trash. You're, you know... You you try and buy a house in this market and you're going to be spending... You're going to be spending millions for, you know, a two bedroom. You don't even have kids because your wife doesn't respect you. She doesn't want to be locked in to to a situation where, you know, you've got to raise... Two children that go to public school, you know? So... You, you know, you're not able to buy a new home and you got to do renovations instead. And you, you've got, you know, you've got windows, you've got smashed windows, you live in a rough neighborhood. You've got fucking <laughs> paint peeling off the walls, cracks in the walls that you're not even, you're not even putting spackle in because you you lost you lost your job during coronavirus and you you were too stupid to even fucking sign up for a stimulus check. So now look at you. You wake up in the morning, and you, usually people are crying themselves to sleep. You're crying yourself awake. <laughs> what a disaster! You know how you can fix that? You can get your money up by signing up with bet, to bet with Joel. You're gonna obviously you're gonna have to get a loan first because your life is that pathetic. But you're gonna have, then you can you get your money together. You sign up to bet with Joel, and you know you start you start winning. Your confidence, your confidence gets back up, and you don't need to keep taking SSRIs and fucking with a limp dick. You can, you can get back on board with your wife, and get, you know, get these renovations done, paint the walls, spackle the cracks, replace the windows, get an alarm system so you can stop getting robbed, install a grow room. Then you've got two passive incomes. Look at you now. You move, you move from weed to cocaine, from cocaine to heroin, and you're really, you're really, you know, now you're manufacturing. You're using a lot of energy, but you're siphoning it off of your neighbors, and they're the ones getting investigated by, by the police, not you. You are really making some real money, and that's thanks to Bet with Joel. And all you need to do to sign up is go to betwithjoel.com/ref/welcome-to-the-party, enter promo code Potty Exclusive fifty for fifty percent off the first week subscription, or Promo code POTTY30 for 30% off the NBA package, the most lucrative package. And if, you, you know, you, you sign up to the NBA package, you can start making money real quick and maybe step, the, uh, skip the weed, step and go straight to manufacturing like cocaine, heroin, um, methamphetamines are huge in the streets right now. You can do all of that and you can really create an empire. People are going to start coming after you. There's going to be, you know, bullets are going to be flying through your windows. You're going to to have the money to replace those, maybe with bulletproof windows. Things are really looking up. Now you can have kids. You can send them to private school. You can pay cash for their tuition. You can get a nanny. You don't even need to look after your kids anymore. Your wife's wearing furs. She's cheating on you, but you don't care. You're really making money. Thanks to Bet with Joel. He He was a career sports better for the better part of 10 years. And he's been he's been shunned from all bookmaking services because he was winning too much money. And now I'm in the same boat. My maximum my maximum bet is about 18 cents right now because I was winning too much money and you can too be in my shoes. Now, I wasn't quite in the position that you are. So I don't have a I don't have a grow room in my house, but you can do that. So sign up to Bet with Joel. slash ref, that's R-E-F slash welcome to the potty. Enter either promo code potty exclusive50. That's po dy Like the titties exclusive 505050 five, five, or potty P-O-D-D-Y 330. Three, for your discounts. Let's start the show. Welcome to the party, bung, bung! It's your man, Claytron, a.k.a. the big boss man, a.k.a. the clumsy jeweler, because I'm always dropping gems. A.k.a. the milkman, because I always deliver, a.k.a. the PhD of podcasting, the Magnum PI of podcasting, the captain, the McMatthew McConaughey of podcasting, yes, because my confidence is at an all-time high. And that's an absolute lie, my friends. I'm not as confident as I look as I appear, I you know generally speaking am sitting at about on a scale of you know if we go do like a like scale of like one to seven, my confidence would be around that midpoint there that that four And then you know if um, you know if I make a mistake if I go and have a bad set, I'll come home, my confidence will be about a two out of seven and I'll, you know, have trouble sleeping. Things like that. Um, You know, sometimes sometimes people approach me and they say things like, oh, hey, how you going? And I'll respond with nothing because my mouth will open and no words will come out of my face because that's the level of confidence I'm at. Uh, you can, lots of people will say things like, oh, you know, before I knew you, you you were so intimidating. You know, I didn't, I didn't know whether to come up to you. And that's not an accident. That's by design. I don't want people to approach me and start calling me tall and things like this. Oh, do you play basketball? Oh, you're so thoughtful and original, you know, key yourself. You know, if I, if I could do one thing, uh, if I, you know, if I was really rolling in bread, if I if I still was allowed to use bet with Joel, what I would do is I would invest in something else other than bet with Joel. And that's a, a car company named Kia. And I would, I'd, you know, they're doing collabs. You know, Travis Scott did a collab. He does collabs with Nike, Dior, fucking McDonald's. He did a collab with McDonald's. Name another artist that did a collab with McDonald's. That's wild. Me, I'm trying to do, I'm trying to, I'm, I'm thinking big. I'm, I'm trying to collab with car brands and I want to collab with Kia. And you guys are thinking, well, why wouldn't you collab with something dope like Ferrari? No, there's, there's thought behind this. I want to collab with Kia and you're going to be like, oh, so you want to get, you want, you want to have a car called the, the Kia Clay or the Kia McMath? No, the Kia Boss Man. No way. That doesn't even make sense. You idiots. I want to make a car called the Kia Self. And it's a it's a fucking it's just a troll and it's a low cost car that you can fucking buy to give to people that piss you off. <laughs> you can buy this motherfucker and instead of telling someone to kill themselves, you give them the key yourself and they understand what the fucking message is. That's <laughs> that's that's my goal. That's the level of wealth that I want to get to where I can give away cars to people who I don't fuck with. People that come up to me and ask me if I'm getting altitude sickness. I'll be like, I've got a gift for you, motherfucker. It's a, it's a damn Kia, Kia self. Take that. And then maybe next time they'll think twice before approaching a, you know, a tall man who, who does subscribe to the stereotype of angry black man. And I'm also light-skinned N-word, okay? And we're notoriously emotional. You know, if, you know, get a tech foul, kick a chair on the way out, take your shirt off and throw it into the crowd, you know, cry when your girlfriend breaks up with you, that type of shit. That's me. And that's, you know, that's, uh, that's just in, that's just in the bloodline. I don't know why, but, um, it's definitely got to have something to do with the R word and not retarded. Um, Wow, this is getting dark. Rape. That's how light-skinned niggas came came to be. The slave masters found the hottest slaves, the black ladies, and had their way with them. And then then look, light-skinned niggas were born. And uh, you know, having that type of trauma in your bloodline makes you an emotional guy. And so, yeah, you sometimes have to dish out a car <laughs> called the key of self. And That's the, yeah, that's really the level of wealth I need to get to. So we're working on it. Bung Bung Coffee. I'm sipping on one right now. This is not a video episode of the Welcome to the Potty podcast. Um, This, because I've been talking for a few weeks or months now about having an official button presser and we've got Lavelle in here today. And I thought because the, the video situation has been upgraded within the last probably two two or three weeks i thought let's not let's not dump all of that all over him on the first day you know so there's no video and honestly that means less work for me as well so fuck you guys um you know i'll, I'll put out some more clothes reviews or something we got no clothes reviews this week as well so, it's just gonna it's really just an episode of you know me doing a lot of um you know uh, what's it called? And I was telling my mum the other day, actually, that I think, you know, there's there's two things that's that's either happened, and that's not even a sentence. And that's, that's part of the problem, is there's one of two things could have happened. One is that I haven't been reading enough lately, and I've got limited access to my previously pretty extensive vocabulary. Uh, I've been struggling so much to to find the words that I'm looking for lately. And I don't, yeah, I don't know what that comes down to because I've actually been drinking alcohol less. Would you believe it? And yeah, I haven't been reading. And I also also said, what if, what if I'm retarded and, you know, no one ever told me? <laughs> you know, what if, what if no one, uh... See, I'm looking for a word right now. Diagnose. What if no one diagnosed me as mentally retarded? What if I never, you know, what if I fluked the IQ test? What if I'm smart enough to, you know, get a college degree, but, you know, I've still got, you know, a touch of of downs? (laughs) Am I getting cancelled? I don't think I'm... I don't think I'm well-known enough to get cancelled. This is going to be one of those things where I'll, I'll blow up one day and someone will go back to episode 291 of the Welcome to the Potty podcast and uh, then all of a sudden I won't be able to host the fucking Oscars. The Oscars just happened actually and name name me one fucking winner. Name me a fucking winner. No one gives a fuck anymore, dude. No one cares. The Oscars. Leo finally won and we unsubscribed, Dude. If I was getting emails from the the Oscar fucking panel or whatever it is, I would unsubscribe to it. I don't give a fuck. I don't know any movies that want. I don't know any actors that want or actresses. And I, you're not supposed to call them actresses anymore either. You're supposed to call them actors, too. Because and you're not called, supposed to call them waitresses. This is what this is the world that we're living in, everybody. We're this is if this isn't hell, this is an offshoot of it. That's that's all I'm saying. You know, climate change, Black Lives Matter or or don't matter. I don't even know anymore. We've moved on from Black Lives Matter to fucking God knows what. I don't. Even, oh, the Gaza Strip at the moment is just just bombs flying, dude. It is absolutely fucked. This is where we live, and you and you think there's a worse place to go. Unbelievable! This is the underworld. Um, Hades is Hades the god of the underworld, or is he? Is that the name of the underworld? Um, Hades, because I remember that cartoon Disney movie, um, fucking Hercules, and. Okay, so he's a Greek god of the underworld, Hades. What and Oh, there we go. Is Hades a god or a place? Uh, down a bit, scroll down. There. The the third one there, yeah, is Hades a god or a place? Um is ancient Greek religion. Oh Jesus. Oh no. Uh, the god of the dead and the king of the underworld with which his name became synonymous. Okay, so the Hades is the god of the underworld and it is the underworld. And yeah, just in case, you know, shit wasn't confusing enough, that's like, imagine going to heaven, but instead of heaven being called heaven, it's called God, you know, or Jesus. And you're going to go meet Jesus at Jesus, dude. You know, that doesn't, you know, it's, well, maybe it's easier. Maybe it's easier that way. I don't know, I don't remember why I was... Oh, yeah, yeah, we're, we're living in hell, guys. And that's okay. We can cope. You know, we. this is the type of life most people live. In this in this world where people are, you know, getting choked out by cops, uh, getting bombs dropped on them, civilians. We're talking about civilians. Um, most people wake up and go and earn minimum wage for some rich guy who couldn't spend his money um, if he tried, that's, that's the world we live in. And we do, we do that every single day until um, either we become physically disabled or mentally disabled enough not to. Uh, sometimes you, sometimes at, here at the Welcome to the Potty podcast, we burp straight into the mic and that's, it's unprofessional, but it's rough, rugged and raw here at the Welcome to the Potty podcast. And no one's going to be editing that out. Uh, my coffee's gone cold and it's still the best coffee I've ever had. BungBungCoffee.com. Enter promo code POTTY for 15% off. Um, What was I talking about? Oh, yeah. So one of two things is I'm, I'm either retarded and I, I've, no one's bothered to let me know or I I don't read enough or early onset dementia. Now, I don't know what age the earliest is that you can get that. But I think, uh, you know, there's a possibility. Someone commented on one of the Welcome to the Potty posts once uh, saying, is this guy retarded? And honestly, he looked like a drug addict. So, he, you know, no one responded to... Oh, actually, I did respond to him. And I think I told him he looked like a drug addict. And that, you know, it was over. He didn't come back at me because most well, most likely he was on... He was in the middle of a drug binge when he read it. And he never... Um, Remember to actually get back to it.
1: Easy money. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> um, and so that's and that's the internet. People want to be negative, and that's just another fantastic aspect of this world that we live in. Is just the the constant bullying and negativity. It's great. It's so much fun. But this is the this is the life I chose. So I, you know, I've got thick skin. Uh, and a lot of you people are now saying, oh, you can't even handle it when someone calls you tall. Yeah, I don't call it bullying. I just call it being a fucking idiot. Like, sort your sort your socialisation skills out. And my mum tells me this, and I've said this numerous times on the Welcome to the Potty podcast, this, oh, they just, want, they just want to talk to you. You're just, uh, what'd she say? She says you're, see, I, this is me trying to find words. Um, you're just uh like interesting, it's a word similar to interesting or something like that. Like you're just interesting to them and they just want to start a conversation with you. And I say, well, what's wrong with hello? You fucking come over to me, boy, you're tall. <laughs> Go, hey, I've got a car for you, bro. Kia yourself. <laughs> Dude, hey, shout out to Kia because I really want to do a collab with you guys. Um, I've got, you know about 1200 Instagram followers if that's all you need. Um that's huge, dude. We we're, we're really cl- dude, check this out. For years, welcome to the potty had less followers than Clay McMath comedy. And now it has more. Think about that. We're fucking killing it out here. Um what else, dude? My dog escaped from my house the other day. Um and luckily we've got friendly neighbors, so we're, in, we're inside, we're watching Mad Men, Don Draper. He's cheating on his wife generally. That's pretty much how the show goes. And this dude comes and knocks on our door. And it's, it felt late at night, but, you know, it's no longer daylight saving. So it could, have been, it could have been 6 o'clock, it could have been 10 o'clock. Who fucking knows? But we're going to knock on the door and I'm like, let me go get the baseball bat, right? And Rachel's like, I don't think if someone was breaking in, they're going to knock on the door. And I was like, that's how you test to see if anyone's home. Have you never done a B&E before? you know? And she hasn't. And I have, and I think I've told that story on the Welcome to the Potty podcast. I was dating a girl um, and she slighted me and I didn't like it. And she had a relative that was in a certain group of people um, who had a grow room and I fucking broke into their grow room and I stole a garbage bag full of weed. Okay. And what are they going to do? Call the fucking cops? No, they've got a grow room in their house. Okay? And what you do is you knock on the door first to see if anyone's home and you act like you've got the wrong address if they are. Okay? So I was thinking this is what this dude's doing. So I'm like, yeah, I'm going to get the baseball bat. And Rachel's like, it could be like Uber Eats at the wrong place. And thankfully it wasn't someone trying to rape and murder because I didn't get the baseball bat. It was actually our neighbor. And he says, I think your dog's out. I think your dog got out. Um, and when he said, I think, what he meant was, I know, because he saw her, but. <laughs> and uh, so he he comes over and he's a good man. His name's Tim, if anyone, uh, you know, shout out to Tim. Uh, and so we went, Rachel got in his car and, I, you know, which is pretty wild, you know, but we knew where, we know where he lives, but. Rachel gets in his car. They start driving around the neighborhood and I'm running. And you know me, I'm, you know, I'm pretty arthritic. So I had to go into full, um, Jesus Christ. I think I am retarded. Lavelle, what's that shit that you get, uh, when you're like, oh, adrenaline. It's adrenaline. I got, I was in full adrenaline mode. So I'm running down the street, no pain. Um, and I found her and I carried her home because I forgot to grab a lead, right? So I'm carrying this 26 kilo dog for blocks. <laughs> and I got home and uh, it was all pain. All pain and a little bit of gain, which was getting our dog back. But that happened this week. And so now I get nervous every time I let the dog out because she's clearly figured out that she knows how to jump and she's jumped the fence. Um. Let me just crack this young blood lager right into the microphone. And this is you know, it's past its expiration date. But it's it's still good. But you gotta put the expiration date like months in advance to make sure that you're not selling expired product. Cause otherwise people will get sick. But I don't know if you can get sick from like if it actually was expired, but so now all of my all of my sample beers, um, cause I I don't know if everybody here knows, I do some beer repping for Youngblood. All of my sample beers are now mine because uh, they're expired. I can't give them to anybody. Well, I can. I can't sell them to people, but I can give them to, um, you know, bar managers for a taste. Mm, And that's a good lager. And there's... There's nothing quite like it. Oh, what about Stella Artois? You're a, Get your fucking money up, you poor cunt. Stella Artois is fake rich shit. Okay? Fucking sign up to bet with Joel and get your money up. Your pockets are looking dusty as hell, bro. But my week, dude, boring. What'd I do? Worked. Uh, came home and did nothing. Oh, what about comedy? Did no comedy. Haven't done comedy in three weeks. Um, after telling you guys on the party, oh, I've really got to pick my game up and make sure I go out. All I want to do is do some new shit though, and I've got writer's block at the moment. So hopefully, um, you know, when we go through some some of you guys as fucking would you rather's and advice and shit, hopefully I find something. Where I can you know, Kia yourself. I think I think that's actually pretty funny. And we got there today, but like everyone's so sensitive that if I go on stage and say kill yourself, it's gonna like it's you know, I'll probably I'll probably get on the channel nine news or something, but probably for the wrong reasons. But that's not the type of people I want to fucking follow me anyways, these sensitive little, you know, bitch boys. Man, you corny Yeah. Corny motherfuckers fucking fighting Dude, everyone's fighting the fight for somebody that they're not. Do you know what I mean? So white people wanna um wanna do Black Lives Matter. Dude, me and Lavelle went to this shit and there was this little um and I'm gonna do, I'm gonna go straight uh you know the the bad, you know, I, I don't give a fuck. I'll say what I want. This this bitch in front of us is a WAP. And if you don't know what a WAP is, bro, and I'm not talking about wet ass pussy, dude. I'm talking about it's a it's a slur. It's a it's an Italian slur. No offense, Lavelle, um, and it <laughs> <laughs> and it means without papers. And that's what they used to that's what they used to call Italians in America that came over to Ellis Island and didn't have their paperwork. They were wops. And this girl was so Italian and not black, and she had the big fake lips in. Like, dude, she looked like she had straight up um, sucked off a vacuum cleaner that morning, bro. And she's holding a song and she's getting pictures. It was a photo shoot opportunity. All these white people, me and Lavelle were the only black people at the Black Lives Matter thing. It was fucking unbelievable. And then you got, you know, intellectual people, straight up non-retards, you know, saying, don't say the R word. And it's like, no one's, first off with retarded, you know, they don't even know that it's offensive. No offense, you know, like, how are they supposed to know that it's offensive? And how is any of this shit offensive anyway? Like the N-word, you know, you know, that's slavery. That's offensive. But midget? Why would that be offensive? That was just an adjective, dude. A descriptive word for, a, a you know, dwarf or, or little person or whatever the fuck they want to be called these days. And then, then they turned that into offensive and retarded is in the dictionary as someone who is retarded, bro and we're not allowed to say retarded anymore, fuck that, I'm I'm taking it back, I'm taking back the N, no, I'm not taking back the N word, I think, you know, I don't even, I say it sometimes, I say it sometimes, but I try not, I, I try not to say, most of my friends are white, and if I say it enough in front of them, they'll get too, they'll get comfortable, I'm not into that, I've smoked, a, not smoked, uh, I haven't killed anybody, but I've I've popped a couple of my friends in the face, dude, for saying it in my life. Two off the top of my head and probably more. Uh, and one of them reminds me at least once a year that I did that because we're still, we're like best friends, you know? And he'll, he'll say, oh, remember when you popped me for saying the N-word? I'll be like, yes, I do. And have you said it since? No, I haven't.
1: Easy money.
0: Yeah. So... I'm, I'm not taking the N word back, but cause like, that would mean, that would mean if I'm attributing no meaning to it, that would mean that I want, you know, people around me to say it, which I don't really, but I'm taking the R word back because it's likely that I'm, you know, semi-retarded and midget. That's a, you know, that's a tough one, but we'll try. We'll try it. We'll have to try it. I'll, um, you know, I might have to be I might have to have security on me when I when I give it a crack. You know, in case <laughs> yes let, I'm not gonna go down that road. I think let's go to uh let's go down let's go to advice. Uh, we need that, ain't
1: to move no problem. that ain't no problem.
0: Huh? That ain't no problem. So this one comes in from Eric and um he says I accidentally sent Hentai to the entire company. Um, and I, okay, I haven't read the email yet, but I'd like to know what company this is. And I wa- I wonder, I'm going to need you to write back, Eric, because I want to know, did you get fired? Like the entire company, do you own the company or did your boss receive this from you? Um, this is nuts. This is nuts, dude. And And before I even read your email... Uh, you need a therapist bro, because if you're getting off on cartoons having sex you got you know you got you got some wires crossed up there uh cartoons are not sexy cartoons cartoons are cartoons dude I've not once ever seen hentai porn and that's and that's truth uh I don't have the desire to I I mean like I'm not like scared of it you know but like I If I'm going to go on a porn site, like I'm just going to try and watch porn. And by the way, I don't watch porn. Because I had, you know, dude, I I was having trouble being attracted to real women for for a period of my life. This is years ago. Because I watched too much, uh, you know, like just, dude, porn stars are factory built. These are not natural bodies that I'm looking at. And, you know, the sounds and the fucking, they're all shiny. They're all oiled up. And then, you know, they're they're all slippery. Then you get with a real woman and their soft skin feels like fucking sandpaper. You know? So, so yeah, I got off the porn. I don't do porn anymore. Um, And Instagram's pretty much porn. So I had to to unfollow, like, all the sexy girls. Like, I followed Instagram models for a while. I had to stop that because it's, not only is it like, you know, they, they complain about how it uh it changes the 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 standards of beauty for young girls and all this. Mmm. Youngblood beer. No, youngblood.beer. Go there, www.youngblood.beer. Young Delicious. Um it not only fucks up the, the expectations of beauty for young girls, but it it fucks up men's expectations. And it's like, oh, well, why, how come you don't have symmetrical breasts? And how come your breasts are only double Ds and they're not fucking, you know, big fucking balloons? And, you know, I'm not even really into that shit, to be honest. Um, Oh, how, com- oh, how come you're only 19 and you're not a, you know, 45-year-old ag- absolute sex fiend? You know, that's what... Your expectations around the whole game change, and mine did. I got, i had to snap out of it, so I, I'm off porn. Have been for a very long time. Beer, alcohol. See that lasted five weeks, and I'm. This is my third weekend in a row drinking again. So, that's a burp. Oh, anyway, so Eric, you want me to talk? Sorry, start start talking about myself. Um, so I accidentally sent hentai to the entire company. Uh, meant to text a friend. And let me tell you this, Eric, if you were my friend <laughs> and you fucking sent me that shit, I would fucking straight up be like, what is going on with you, dude? You got, you got probs. I don't want your hand tie, And I'm lucky enough actually that my friends don't even send me porn because I've seen this. I've seen people whose friends just send them porn videos. I'm not really into that, especially if I'm at work, you know? Cause I'm not one of these guys that's you know very good at just putting their personal phone away at work and all that shit. And no one has my work number, so I could easily just have my work phone out. But I've always got my personal phone out because I'm an addict. Oh, how many how many new followers has Welcome to the Party got today? You know, I'm an addict, fiending. Um, but yeah, I'd be pissed if my friend sent me some hentai porn. Uh, so anyway, meant to text a friend. Let's we'll get through this eventually, guys. Uh, meant to text a friend, accidentally sent a text with hentai to my bosses and all of my co-workers. Okay, so you clearly don't own the company. Um, and your bosses. Now, this could end up two ways. Um, They could fire you. You could get reprimanded in another way. Suspension. Uh, performance management. Um, Or you could, yeah, you could completely lose your job. And, uh, you know, I'm... Um, I've got no sympathy if you do, dude. How do you mean to text a friend, and you text an entire company? What the, what the fuck is that? Surely you were impaired, um, you know, weed, real drugs, alcohol, opiates. You know, maybe you got on that pain medication. Maybe you're on that lean, dude. We had a friend, um, who came to our. AFL grand final celebrations a few years ago and this motherfucker was leaned out and there's a reason they call this shit lean bro because you cannot stand up straight this dude was fucked I haven't seen him since um not and you know I wasn't mad at him I was trying to help him I was I missed the whole fucking game trying to counsel this dude dude you gotta get your shit together like you can't be you can't be doing this shit to yourself this is how I'm talking to him and he's fucking like falling asleep on me. I'm like, bruh, you know, haven't seen him since. He's got a kid now. So that's fucking, you know, that's great. These are the type, these are the type of people having kids. um. <laughs> dude, people, you know, I talk to Rachel sometimes about, about kids and how there, there doesn't need to be more of them. Cause that one, that one is probably going to need, you know, foster care and... and no- <laughs> okay, let's move on. Um... Uh, he says, what do I do? I'm mortified. Bung, bung. And the fact that you still were able to write bung, bung in that email is fucking asinine. And I do think, I think maybe you're, maybe, maybe you got a touch of the downs, bro. God, I'm getting canceled. Um, what do you do? You, bro, there's no point of even apologizing for this. You sit back and you get what's coming to you. That's what I think. You are fucked. (laughs) <laughs> I, I'm not going to try and make you feel better about this. What's your name? Eric. And Eric, that's the type of dude that would honestly probably do that on purpose. And I feel like he did. I, I knew a guy named Eric who, you know, he played volleyball and he used to take his dick out in front of the rest of us uh, intentionally. Uh, it wasn't an accident. And so, this is the type of guy that would probably send hentai to an entire company, Eric. So um, I think what you need to do uh if you haven't already had this conversation with your boss I would I would I'd be looking for another job my friend because you've <laughs> you've fucked this one up. All right. That's um
1: that's it. Easy money. Fucking Eric.
0: All right. So this one this one's from Peter, P E T A. So that's a lady Peter unless it's a guy Peter whose parents don't like him. Um does making a man wait really earn his respect? And so that is a Lady Peter or it's a gay male Peter whose parents don't respect him. So, um, hey, <laughs> Dr. Bossman, Man. And that, okay. So immediately this is uh, an avid listener of the show and I immediately regret dissing your name. Um, Love the show and have been listening since you started with Dante. That's a blast from the past. I haven't talked to him probably since the last episode that he was on. Um, I'm finishing my grad degree in a 90% male field. Um, so what are you studying? Hentai? (laughs) Several of my classmates and I were having a get together when I casually mentioned, I no longer bother with dating. And I'll tell you this, Peter, that that's not, that's not a casual mention. That is a cry for attention. Okay. You knew what you're doing and I know what you're doing and I wasn't even there. Okay, no one says that shit thinking no, that there's going to be no follow-up and, uh, you know, kudos, well done. We know what you were doing, okay? Um, where are we? My male colleagues, do you call classmates colleagues? Aren't you in school? My male colleagues expressed their surprise that I have had such bad luck dating. I'm far from perfect. I'm glad that you can admit it. But they kindly pointed out that I am employed, educated, low maintenance and honest. Like many women though, I've been ghosted, cheated on, strung along, etc. Yeah, well if you are doing a grad degree, let's say you're you're probably 20, 21, maybe 22 max. So you're fucking around with fuckboys. Um I used to be one, so I'm an expert on this. When I was 22, I wasn't trying to settle down with anybody and you don't get educated as a youngster on how to break up or end relationships. So you do things like ghost people or cheat on them instead of having a conversation that you've never been taught how to have. So that's what they're doing. Okay. Stringing you along. Oh, oh yeah. I'm I'm definitely keen on hanging out. I'm actually really busy. You know, oh, you're 22 and you think you're busy. Yeah. Busy fucking, you know, so that's, that's what's going on on that side. It's not about you. It's about them, most likely. Especially since your friends had to sit you down at a party, it sounds like, and tell you about how good you are, which is just just insane. What the what fucking Imagine that. That is the equivalent of pulling out an acoustic guitar at a fucking party is saying, I don't bother with dating anymore. Oh, why, Peter? What's wrong? God. God, you sound like so much fun. Oh, you 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 have been listening since the start, so you sound like a legend. Um, one colleague, B, okay, stated the issue must be I am giving it up too easily. Okay. While I have never fooled around with someone before several dates, my stance on sex is that it should happen naturally with mutual respect. <laughs> You're 22. No one fucking respects you. Uh, when both parties are ready. Yes, of course. Uh, consent. That's that's important. I don't withhold sex... Because consent... Without consent, you know what you end up with? Light-skinned niggas.
1: <laughs> oh,
0: shit. Um, I don't withhold sex for a set time or use it as a device to dredge respect out of men. Oh, and if you tried to use it for that, Peter... Um, it wouldn't work. You don't gain respect by giving up the poissy. You you usually lose it. Uh, and you can use it, you can torture us with it and say like, you know, oh yeah, 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 you can go out with your friends tonight. Yeah, don't expect to fuck when you get home. Things like that. Um, That, you know, that doesn't happen to me. Uh, because that's not a relationship I would be too keen to be in. But you can try that if you want uh, to, you know, have even more troubles with your relationships. God, we're only about halfway through this. Uh, Am I mistaken? Is the making him wait trope effective and valid? Jesus Christ, you are doing a grad degree. Or is it as outdated and sexist as I think it is? I would not call myself a feminist, Uh but this idea seems ridiculous to me. I would think being a confident kind decent person who treats others with respect not making him wait for sex like a dog balancing a biscuit on their nose. Yeah, no making them wait is a that's a game. And a lot of a lot of guys will say that they don't want uh to play games, but their whole thing is playing games. I'm not going to text her for 3 days, you know? Fucking I'll tell you this, guys are guys are just incredibly simple. Um, So simple, so simple that I don't even know how to fucking tell you how simple they are. There's there's not much to us. If you keep us full, you know, give us a sandwich and, you know, if you keep us full and fucked, it's pretty much game over.
1: Easy money.
0: Yeah. Um. So, okay. So B has had trouble with women in the past, and this isn't the first time he said something about women that was sexist. Hypocritical, etc. So what did he say again? Giving it up too easily. Yeah. Okay. So this guy is probably twenty-two. You know, this is what I'm saying. He's an idiot. Am I being naive and not playing the game correctly? No. 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 No games. That's where it all goes sideways. Is everyone's playing games? You can either join in, play games, fuck with fuck with their heads as much as they're fucking with yours, and expect no decent relationships in return you don't really need one at 22 anyway or you can you can let him play games and you can just be open and honest try not to you know completely let your guard down and fall in love with one of these fuck boys but just just be like hey listen this is this is me this is how i feel this is what i want uh do what you will with that information and see how that works or you can try and date someone older than than the whoever's surrounding you. Um, uh, am I being blah 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 outdated trope? Tell a friend to tell a friend. Bung bung. Yeah, you de- you definitely are a listener of the show. But, um, making a man wait, no, it doesn't it doesn't earn respect. I would say that the times that I've been made to wait, I have certainly, if I you know, especially at that age. You're talking about hormones flowing from like, from a guy's penis straight to his, you know, uh, whatever it's called in your brain. <laughs> Hypo, you know, hypothalamus or something. Just, just bonus 24-7, dude. And yeah, if I'm getting made to wait when I'm 22, I'm fucking someone else. And that's just God's honest truth, okay? Oh, you want to go on 30 dates before before we really, you know, get physical, it's, nah, that's a wrap, so I wouldn't be intentionally making people wait, but if, yeah, like you said, I think, just keep doing what you're doing, don't worry about this idiot that you've been talking to at work, just, yeah, when it feels right, do it, and until then, just expect that maybe there are some other girls on the side, sometimes you'll be dating someone for months until, and you might not know it, but they're seeing someone else, Sometimes we date several people until we make a decision and that's that's fine. As long as you don't tell them all that you're fucking official. But if you're they don't I don't feel like they need to be open and honest and say, Oh, I'm seeing two other girls, you know, Tiff, Tiffany and um, you know, uh, you know, Bernadette. Um I don't think they need to be telling you that, but <clears throat> there needs to be a point where a conversation's had where it's like, hey, just so you know, I kind of want to be with you now. Uh, so if you're seeing someone else, you've got you, you got to make a decision, you know? That's what I did. That's, that's how romantic it was when I became official with Rachel. It was, um, I said, hey, do you, do you have any loose ends you need to tie up before I uh, make you my girlfriend? And she said, no. And I said, all right then, neither do I. Now you're my girlfriend. And that's, uh, yeah, that's romance. That's some real hallmark shit. So... I don't know. Honesty.
1: Easy money. Uh, This one's coming in from Cindy.
0: Uh, So what's that? Two out of three is women. That's beautiful. Because I feel like it's 98% men that listen to this show. Uh, So from Cindy, my friend says that he only dates Asians and I can't tell if it's a preference or something worse. Uh, I'll tell you this, Cindy. There's a lot of men out there that only want to date Asians. There's something about them. I understand it. I'm not one of those guys. I actually don't you know, the memory has to stretch sometimes when you're thinking about sexual partners, but I don't think I've actually been with an Asian ever. Okay? But if the opportunity arose, not now, but I wouldn't have turned it down, you know, it's a it's a fun time. It's a fun time, dude. Um probably Asians are good looking. There's some about them. It's, uh, you know, um, this is what I mean, dude. My vocab, my access to my vocab, I know the words in there, but I can't find it. So I need, I need to go back to primary school, I think. But um, anyway, let's start the email. His explanation was about family values, and this is already fucked up. So it's not even a sexual preference. It's Based on this, so this is this is a man that probably likes um, ordering his wives online. Let's let's hear more. Uh, his explanation was about family values, low divorce rates, and disliking drama. Oh yeah, because different races of women have different levels of drama, and that's that is true. You know, you want you want to date a Hispanic girl, you're gonna have to expect to get stabbed at least once a year uh, in an argument. Uh, black women. You're, you know, they're going to light something of yours on fire at least once a year. White girls, they're probably the calmest of them all, but, I mean, there's an element of crazy that's uh, inexplicable. Mostly, it just it just comes from nowhere. You, do, you You're very confused for, you know, at least one and a half hours before you start figuring out what you're actually arguing about. And that's, you know, and that's the situation I'm in, is I'm with a white woman, so... And my mother's a white woman. I'd get grounded sometimes growing up and just be like, what the fuck did I do? And then you figure it out later, you know, years later. She'd be like, remember when you did this? And be like, oh, that's why? You didn't even tell me. You just told me I wasn't allowed to see my friends and I had to climb out my fucking window every night, you know? Um. Sorry, let's hear more. Uh, but in my opinion, he just seems to look for young women from poor villages. Maybe this guy's a fucking philanthrop- philanthropist and he's, you know, he's really changing lives out here. And once once he gets them on their feet, he moves on to another, uh, maybe another brand of Asian. Does it, is it particular, you know, Japanese or, you know, uh, Filipino or Korean? Maybe he's mixing it up and really, you know, changing changing lives. Maybe this is bigger than what you think it is. Uh <clears throat> from poor villages, so that they aren't independent enough to voice their opinion or demand anything from him. Yeah. So that definitely sounds like a male order bright. Cause these are, my dad's got a friend. I'm not going to name him, but I actually had to boycott going to his house cause it was fucking filthy dude. And dad would be like, Oh, I'm going to uh, so-and-so's house. You want to come? You know, I was with my dad every second weekend. So like, you know, time is, time is valuable. And I would say, no, I'd be like, no, I'm not fucking going there his house makes me nervous. I'm pretty sure I saw something moving under the garbage last time I was there. I'm not going. Fucking foul. I remember it. I can remember the fucking smell of this man's house. Okay. This is, dude, I'm talking like, I'm, I'm around 10 years old when I made this decision not to go there. And, you know, 10 year olds can be messy. And I was, I was judging this dude heavy. Okay. And he ended up getting a male Lord of Bride and she wasn't allowed to speak. This is this is like that Eddie Murphy joke. <clears throat> where he's like, you may speak. You know? This is what this this woman was like. She wasn't allowed to speak. Dad would come in and be like, uh, you know, hey, you know, Chun Li, what's good? <laughs> and she wouldn't talk back. And then and then this his friend would would say, would say, you can answer. And then she would say, I'm a good thank you. You know? And dad would be like, hey, my dad would go in there and just undermine this whole situation. He would be like, hey, don't, don't uh, wait for him to tell you you could spit. Uh, this is what my dad sounds like. Don't wait for this motherfucker to do. <laughs> that's, what, that's what he would go in there and do, man. So, um, yeah, that's what I think this guy's probably into, you know, getting, getting his shit cleaned up for him and shit. Because, this, my dad's friend's life changed when he met this woman um you know or well when he purchased this woman <laughs> um uh I like his company but sometimes we find it kind of awkward hanging out with his girlfriends because they're con- they're constantly babying him fixing his hair throwing out his trash bringing him drinks etc um is this none of my business or should I try to keep his current try help his current girlfriend maybe tell her that she's not his mate um you're going to you want to go in there and fuck up the whole dynamic he probably paid good money you know for this uh service or whatever it is um wife girlfriend you know he ordered you know he ordered out he got takeaway and you want to go in there and tell him how to cook it you need to really you need to get in where you fit in is all i'm saying you don't fuck up that dynamic. I mean, you you don't talk to her, you talk to him. I would say. If it's making you that uncomfortable, you talk to him. And if you feel like that's an uncomfortable conversation, don't have it. Because you'd probably at that point it is probably crossing a line. Um But yeah, I would I wouldn't say just start, you know, telling telling this girl to like just start disobeying orders and shit. That's wild. Obviously she shouldn't be getting ordered around, but I wouldn't I wouldn't like, you know, go in there and start giving that kind of advice because I feel, you know, this is a situation that can probably get uh, abusive. You know, if, if someone enjoys that dynamic where they get to do, tell someone to do and, you know, do whatever they say, speak whenever they tell them to speak, that's 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 wild. Like, because when, when they start getting out of line, what do you do? You don't fucking... You know, take away their TV privileges. It gets gets messy. So I wouldn't I wouldn't be giving this girl any any advice like out of pocket. So I'd I'd talk to your friend and be like, Hey, look, can you just treat this girl the way you treat us instead? That's what I would do.
1: Easy money. Uh,
0: thank you, Cindy. That's that's enough. I, we're gonna move on to to Would you rather's.
1: Right Hell <laughs>
0: This one's coming in from a man named Steve, or you know, maybe it, you know, maybe they're transitioning, but it's someone named Steve. Would you rather have no physical pain or no mental pain? Um, oh shit, that's a tough one. I probably probably go for physical because mental pain, you know, sometimes you need to feel that. You need to go. You need to watch a movie. And you need to experience the the emotions that the movie wants you to experience. Oh. Um, and if you can't experience that, then movies all of a sudden turn to shit and then you your views, reviews become uh, inaccurate. So I'd say physical pain, especially that I'm in physical pain 100% of the time with my arthritis, I would say that would be nice to not have that anymore. Uh, so, yeah, thank you, Steve. That's all I've got for, uh, for that one. That wasn't very – it wasn't – Deep enough. There's not much I can do with that one, Steve. So, thanks for um. Thanks. I ho- hope you know. Hopefully, this isn't my friend, Steve, because getting a bit disrespectful here. But don't write in again. Um. Would you rather get five million dollar? You know, and that's supposed to have an S on the end of it, or an amazing, great career that you really enjoy? This is from Megan or Megan or Megan, and that's a name that I hate. Because no one knows how to say it depending on, I think it's depending on where you're from or where you live or something. To me, that looks like a Megan. Uh, but it could be Megan. And it also could be Megan. And Megan's the, probably, don't call your kid that. I don't like that one. Um, uh, $5 million or a great career that you really enjoy. I'd have to take the career uh, for, for a number of reasons. One, if you get money for free, right, if you just gave me five milli, I'd be like, I didn't earn this, and I would squander that shit real quick, that should be, would be gone in probably less than 24 hours, Um, amazing career that you really enjoy, you work for your money, you enjoy the work, you're good at it, you end up in a good position financially anyway, that's what you want, you don't want, uh, you don't want free money, That's why lottery winners always go bankrupt. And everyone's like, oh, you know, I would never go bankrupt if I won the lottery. You're an idiot. Free money. It's so easy to spend money and be like, oh, you know, it wasn't mine anyway. No, people do that. People sign up to bet with Joel and they don't follow the system. They win, you know, they win a couple grand and they don't, you know, they don't, follow the system they start they start launching on bets and they're like oh bet with joel doesn't work it's like you went from fifty dollar units to two thousand dollar units because you're greedy and then you lost and you're blaming Joel. Get your money up, Duke, and follow the system. Betjoel.com slash ref slash welcome to the potty entrepreneur potty exclusive for thirty or potty thirty potty exclusive for fifty or potty thirty um yeah but I take the career uh, Megan 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 um what else have we got here This one's coming in from a man named Jason. And Jason, that's something that I wouldn't probably call my kid because of Jason Voorhees, um, who is a a murderer in the Halloween movies. Um, Would you rather be a survivor in a zombie apocalypse who is constantly mourning and miserable or have a quick death? I'll tell you this, Jason, there's no such thing as a quick death in a zombie apocalypse. And me and Lavelle know this. We used to plan our escape. Uh, We used to go to this place called Mitchell's, camping and hunting, and we would just go there and not buy anything. We'd be like, I would get that knife, that crossbow, that samurai sword, and I would really be doing some damage. Those nunchucks, or nunchucks, I think they call them. Um, But yeah, I would definitely want to be a survivor because... Why would I have spent so much time planning my, you know, my whole situation and then not live that out and get a quick death? I just don't understand what you mean quick death in a zombie apocalypse. Have your throat eaten out, no home loans, by a fucking zombie. That hurts and it's not quick. And you're you're still not even dead. You're undead. So I'm taking I'm taking the you know, the escape. I'll be a survivor and yeah, every so often I'd cry and miss, you know, miss Rachel. Cause I, you know, she was slowing me down anyway. I couldn't, I couldn't save her, but she was, a, she was a liability. Okay. And yes, I would miss her, <laughs> but, but yeah, I would, I'd, I'd rather survive and, you know, cry every night.
1: Easy money. Yeah. That's an easy decision,
0: Jason. Um, would you rather leave your family and friends behind... And this is from Melody. And I only know one girl named Melody. She was in America. And honestly, she has she has some cheeks on her Butt cheeks, not face cheeks. Um, would you rather leave your family and friends behind forever and live in a movie universe? And this is, how, this is like a trend here where people are trying to find out whether I'd leave people behind or not. Uh, would you rather leave your family and friends behind forever and live in a movie universe of your choice? Or have the power of teleportation in the real world. I'd take the power of teleportation in the real world because I love my family and friends and I wouldn't mind just, you know, instead of getting on a plane, you know, we had a big discussion a few weeks ago about how much, you know, I hate flying on budget airlines because they charge you for business class or, you know, some people get a real ego about them for because they they buy the exit row seat and they've got an extra 70 bucks to spend on it and they talk about it like they're in business class. And first off, you're still poor. You're sitting around poor people, but you've got extra leg room and extra responsibility if the plane goes down. You're usually too fat to even get out the emergency exit and so you're going to die anyway. Uh, and then you've got business class up the front on these budget airlines, which is no different to the rest of the poor people you just sitting up the front of the plane, which is an absolute nightmare, dude. Who wants to be up the front? Um, so I would prefer to teleport than fly. Um, uh, and if I did, if I did go to a movie universe of my choice, fuck. Um, I think it would have to be one of those crazy worlds where like dancing's cool, you know, like stomp the yard, where it's just like instead of. You know, getting mugged in the streets. Someone comes up to you and starts tap dancing, and you got to battle them. I think that that'd be pretty dope. <laughs> that'd be so wild to like instead of like witnessing a drive by, witness like a full dance battle, and people are like, you know, using each other as props and things like that. And and you know, girls are attracted to that. And it's tough. Like guys, guys are wearing like cut off t shirts and shit, doing dance moves, and Channing Tatum's everywhere. I think I'd like to fucking live there. Um, <laughs> who else have we got? <clears throat> Love clearing my throat loud into the mic. Um, Michael. This one's come from Michael. And it's spelt correctly. M-I-C-H-A-E-L. And one of my friends has the name Michael and it's spelled M-Y-C-H-A-L. Which is fucking insane. But he's a good man. Uh, would you rather make $100,000 a year working a cruisy office job or get 75 bucks every time you ejaculate. And Michael, you're a pervert. And I wouldn't be surprised if you knew Eric from the fucking advice section. But um, I'd take the cruise office job. I'll tell you this, because I don't ejaculate that much anymore. Does it count? Even, dude, even when I was in my prime ejaculating years, at most I was probably making 150 bucks a day. You know, and not even for a full year, like not every day. I'm not busting twice a day. I don't know what that equals. Hold on, let me, I've got my phone here. Let's do a bit of math. So, so like 150 times 365 equals, that's only, dude, if you're busting twice a day, that's only 55 grand a year, just under. So, yeah, I'll take the 100 grand. Are you kidding me? So, I'd have to bust, Four or five times a day to make a hundred grand, and that sounds exhausting, absolutely exhausting, Michael. Um, now you, you probably need to get off that hentai, bro. Man, you corny. <laughs> <clears throat> this one's from Karen, and Karen, honestly, in this climate, you got to change your name <clears throat> because Karen's that—that's the type of person that calls the cops on a black person for barbecuing. Okay. Would you rather be in the car with someone who never shuts up or someone who doesn't say anything? Karen, you're racist because I know what you're saying. Would you rather be in the car with a black person or a white person? <laughs> Honestly, I, if it comes down to Uber, I would rather have an Uber driver that does not speak to me. Uh, if I'm with a friend, I would, I'd like them to be chatty, but only to a certain level. Like I don't want these motherfuckers just you know, unloading their whole fucking day on me. You know, but, like, if you want to talk about, you know, the playoffs or whatever, let's do that. But if you want to really get, like, wild and start talking about, like, your mum's friend's cats, you're going to have to get out of the car, bro. Thank you, Karen. And last one, because, <clears throat> we're dude, we're at an hour and two minutes. Um, Without Clay's reviews, without poor posture of the week, you know, without... Sports. I haven't watched any sports, but anyway, let's keep going. One more from Harvey, and I actually know a guy named Harvey who said he had a uh, good contact for me in the coffee game, and uh, he never hooked it up. So if this is you, Harvey, go um, go buy yourself a key yourself.
1: Easy money.
0: <laughs> um, <clears throat> would you rather have lower taxes or a higher minimum wage? Jesus Christ. I'm not Bernie Sanders, bro. I don't know. I don't I don't know anything about finances and the economy. You know, micro and macro economics, fucking accounting. I don't know, dude. Uh taxes suck. But I don't earn that much money to be, like really be giving up giving up taxes like that. If I was a billionaire, I'd probably be pissed about the tax situation. And yeah, I want to have enough money. So if I get to the point where I've got enough money to buy people key yourselves, uh Yeah, I probably would prefer lower taxes. Um, So, what does that mean? Right now, right now, I guess, higher minimum wage. Maybe even always. No, because you want lower taxes eventually, don't you? Once you earn a certain amount of money, not only do you need to constantly get your ass kicked to maintain your humbleness, but you also need lower taxes. Um, minimum wage is pretty fucked, dude. Harvey, I don't know. Uh, at this point in my life, I'd say higher minimum wage, but that's that's fluid. I think I would, I would definitely change depending on what I earn, and that's just me being honest.
1: Uh,
0: all right, <clears throat> that's welcome to the party. You know what to do. For oh oh, before before I go, uh, Jay Cole's new album dropped. Um, it is called The Off Season. It's on all your streaming platforms, probably. I listen to it on Spotify. Go listen to it. It's fucking dope. Uh, one of the best rappers out, I would say. Um, you know what to do. Follow. Welcome to the party on everything. Uh, and tell a friend to tell a friend. Uh, and not not enough. Of you guys are doing it. I'm not seeing. I'm not seeing enough talks out there. This is the best content in the world right now. I won the award. Uh, you wouldn't know because you didn't watch the Oscars, but the Oscars gave our best fucking podcast award and I won it. But the Oscars are so fucking irrelevant, no one even knows that. Uh, I love you guys. Remember to love yourselves, and as always, bung bung. Baby, broke on two. Baby,
1: broke on two.